Full Course Football Podcast. My name is Zach. I'm joined by Jack. Our uh, our other co-hosts, Sam and Keegan, are not here. Keegan is busy being a new dad to a puppy. Sam is sick. Not sure if he's sick with how bad the Bears are, how good the Cowboys are, or what it is, but Sam's yeah. Sam Sam couldn't show face today. He was too scared to face the noise. <laughs> too too much went wrong for him. Even though he did pick more games right than me. Yeah, funny that Keegan's not here though. I feel like this is the best week for Keegan to just come in and gloat about everything that he's ever said on this podcast. I'm like obviously I want them all here, but uh, pretty good time to not have to deal with a Packers fan. Or a Cowboys truther, so yeah. Um, I hope hope it's going well with your dog Keegan. Um, but and Sam, we hope you feel better. Yes, I hope you feel better, Sam. But uh, yeah, today we're doing a week one recap. Football's back. We a lot happened. A lot of unexpected things happened. I'm sure we're going to overreact um, as one does after one week of football. But, yeah, I'm pretty down already. Yeah, I will exclusively overreact in this podcast. Everyone who won this week is going to the playoffs, and everyone who lost sucks. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, and so that, that leads perfectly into uh, the first game we'll talk about. We're just going to get it out of the way. The Bears and Packers played on Sunday, and uh, as you all know, if you have listened to this podcast at all, Sam and I are huge Bears fans. Keegan is a huge Packers fan. Me, Jack, and Keegan watched this game together, um, and it was tough for me. The, the Basically, to sum up what I said before the game, the one thing I said I didn't want to happen was for Jordan Love to look really good and for Justin Fields and the Bears to look incompetent, and that's the only way where I'd be like truly depressed after the game. Um, unfortunately, that's exactly what happened. Um, the Bears, they didn't look good on either side of the ball. They had a few small things go well here and there, but uh, the Packers just dominated on the trenches, and there's not much the Bears could do. Aaron Jones was so good. He he was, he didn't even have that. like His yardage total wasn't anything crazy, but every time he touched the ball... It felt like he was getting five-plus yards. Uh, he had that bit long touchdown that kind of broke the game open. Jordan Love uh, wasn't perfect, but he was good enough. He didn't have his top weapon, Christian Watson, and he still uh, he made all the throws he needed to make on third downs in the red zone. He didn't throw an interception. So, like, even his one fumble on a bad snap ended up going, like, 50 yards and probably should have been a touchdown as so annoying to watch. So, uh, yeah, Jordan Love, he looked competent. He looked good. He looked like he wasn't trying to fill any shoes. He looked, unfortunately, he looked like he'll be a great quarterback for the Packers going forward. Again, it's only one week. Uh, but, yeah, and the Bears just, Fields didn't do anything really wrong other than that interception he threw through pick six. He didn't look overtly bad. He just looked the same as last year, which was he had small flashes. He had a few, like, Three, he threw over 10 yards only three times, I'm pretty sure. One of them was for a touchdown. 
they only had two targets to DJ Moore, both on the same drive, and they scored on that drive. Crazy how that works. And I just... I, I My main issues with Luke Getze, they just kept calling screen after screen after screen. And it was so frustrating to watch. But... It's only week one. The Bears beat the 49ers last year in week one, and that's what I keep going back to. I was... Yesterday was an awful day. I was depressed the rest of Sunday. I was even... I'm still not, like, fully recovered. I'm still pretty pissed and just kind of sad at, like, oh, here we go again. Same old, same old. But, um, yeah, not the start that we were hoping for in this new era of the NFC North for the Bears. You watch this game as an unbiased... uh, with some unbiased eyes, do you have anything to add? <laughs> uh, it's just the the play calling for the Bears was so bad. Like, as someone who is very invested in how well Justin Fields plays football this year, in terms of fantasy, I guess, so that's as invested as I can really be. Of Like, he, like, they didn't threaten, like, the whole offseason was, if he becomes a better passer, if he becomes a better passer, and it's like, they didn't even let him try to be a better passer. They, they're, like, trying to make him a pseudo-better passer by just having him throw screens and get his completion percentage up. It's, I don't know, the, the Packers looked real good, their defense looked good, Aaron Jones looked good. The only thing that scares me about the Packers, as a unbiased for the Packers fans, is everyone was getting hurt. Like, Quez got hurt, Aaron Jones got hurt, and A.J. Dillon did absolutely nothing. So if Aaron Jones is hurt, I mean, it's week one, so you never know. But but Jordan Love looked like he will at least sign another contract for Green Bay next year, regardless of how the rest of the year goes. They they definitely look like a playoff contender, and Matt LaFleur looks like a really good coach. That was the biggest thing. I think Eberflus just got super outcoached by Lafleur. The whole staff did. Yeah, I I think that's what that's what it came down to. Is yeah, the Packers coaching staff. The the Packers were ready. The lines were ready. Every decision or uh, Matt Lafleur seemed to make was was a good one. And everything the Bears just seemed to want to do didn't work and didn't go well. So yeah. And it's, yeah, it's so tough because there's just not even something you can, it's not like a fluky holding call or a inner fluky tip. It's like you just got beat man football. They lined up and they were just better than you. Yeah. And that and, sucks. And the announcers let us know that. Oh my gosh. The fourth quarter was brutal. I, I couldn't imagine the shoes you were in. If, if, if everyone was at my house, we would have been on red zone halfway through the third quarter. <laughs> Oh, it was brutal, but we had we were hosting people. They wanted they came to watch that game, so I was going to keep it on. But yeah, I wanted to die. Yeah, that's so tough. That's I don't know if we're ready to move on, but it's a good segue, I think. We are and, okay. Yeah, we can move on. <laughs> There's only so much. I, I'm not going to come here and try to act like Keegan for Keegan. I'll just let him maybe say we, we can give Keegan a two minute. Yeah. spiel the next time he's a- able to be on the pod but that leads us into the Colts game um it's kind of an opposite loss for, than the Bears the Bears kind of went into this game like this is the biggest game of the Bears decade probably the last yeah, it was one of the, the last three years for sure. biggest game in Justin Fields career for sure yes. and for the Colts it's just 
we're going to probably lose this game. The whole goal is that we look somewhat competent. And I think they looked more than competent out there. So for me, I walk away from this loss as good as you can feel about a loss. Um, the defense looked really good for the Colts, even though they let it up 31 points. A lot of it was either short field situations or they scored twice in two minutes. They scored twice in two minutes in the last like five minutes of the game. So up until that point, they were holding them to like 20 or 14, I guess. But they, the defense looked good. Anthony Richardson looked like the best rookie quarterback yesterday, which is at least a, a step in the right direction. It's fun. I was watching it with Ethan, who is my brother, for all those other listeners who don't know me out there. They... um but every time Anthony Richardson ran, we would just say, if Matt Ryan did that, he would be at Methodist Hospital right now or on his way to Eskenazi. It's just fun. It's different. Like, the Colts have never had a quarterback like that. Maybe pseudo Jacoby Brissett. But, like, besides that, but, like, I'll give the Jaguars some shine as Sam is a huge Jag is the Jaguars guy on the pod, and we have Jaguars colors as our pod logo. I... The Jaguars looked fine. Lawrence didn't play great. Calvin Ridley looks good. Yes, he does. He's, he's going to be a problem. Um, and their defense was good. Anthony, I mean, if it wasn't, if the Colts had Matt Ryan, the Jaguars would have had 10 sacks yesterday. So, like, that, the defense looked like Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker up front. The Jaguars are certified a problem, I think, in the AFC. Like, I think. Yesterday, I don't want to overreact too much to anything, but the Titans looked bad, the Texans looked bad, and the Colts looked bad. I think the Jags are clearing away. Like, if they don't win the division, either Trevor Lawrence got hurt or, like, it's the most, it's the biggest failure in AFC South history. Yeah. So, I don't know. The Jags look good. Fantasy-wise, for that game, like, Michael Pittman looks like value. Uh... Anthony Richardson looks like value. Calvin Ridley looks like value. I mean, maybe just right exactly where his ADP was. Trevor Lawrence is probably right where his ADP is. Christian Kirk was invisible, not on the field at all. One catch, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then ETN, you hear so much about Tank Bigsby, and Tank Bigsby was somewhat relevant, which yeah. so he's going to be fantasy value. And then, but ETN had more value than. I think people were expecting, like, he was getting goal line snaps. He was yeah. involved in the past game. So I think Jags and Colts players do actually have a lot of value, except for Colts running backs. The Colts running game was atrocious. So bad. Yeah, I, I told you this already before, but I really think the Colts could have won that game if they had Jonathan Taylor. They at least would have been – like, it, they, they led in the fourth quarter. They had a few – they went for on fourth down a few different times, and Jonathan Taylor, I think, would have gotten one of those. Deion Jackson got stood up. It, it, it just didn't – yeah, I honestly think they could have won that game if they had him. Um, yeah, yeah, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, and then your best player isn't out there. Like, Yeah, it's tough. It's, it's – yeah, so. I, I have hopes that if they win – if they won early, Jonathan Taylor would be more willing to come back and play this year, which they didn't win, but maybe they looked good enough that he could be excited about the Colts. I don't know. I have no idea where that situation... Well, there's been no news since he got put on the pup list. Yeah. 
So I guess we'll find out in three weeks. Yeah, no, I, he looked good though. Or like the Colts in general looked better. Anthony Richardson looked good. He looked like he was very worthy of being the number four overall pick. So I, yeah, I like it. I like it for the Colts. It's kind of like a perfect. You're gonna have a higher draft pick, but your team's looking good, and maybe they'll make playoffs. I mean, they stuck with them, and you never know. But I think it was a great first game for both teams. Jackson mm-hmm. overcome a little adversity, and they did finish the job and ended up winning pretty comfortably by the end. So, yeah, it was, I think, a good game all around. Um, we can go uh, to the next one. So, uh, next one we'll talk about the Bengals and the Browns. That game, uh, I think to me, was the most surprising game of it was probably wasn't the most surprising to you, but it was to me. Uh, you talked about on the pod and the preview show about how the Browns have the Bengals number and Joe Burrow didn't play well last year in week one after not playing in the preseason. And you still pick the Bengals. You talk pretty, somehow, I don't know. So dumb. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but you, you ended up picking the Bengals even though you laid out the exact scenario of what happened in this game. So... Um, yeah, Joe, the Bengals, they had 142 total yards on offense. They lost 24-3. Um, the Browns' defense, you know, it's it's hard to say because they had the whole offseason to scheme for this game, and so they ended up scheming a perfect game plan for this game. They uh, the, the defense was just unstoppable. There seemed to be uh, almost every single play Joe Burrow was under pressure. They couldn't get the run game going. Um, every time they throw up, like a Jamar Chase and T Higgins had zero catches, correct? Like it's, yeah, I don't really know. Like I'm not worried. It's just crazy that the team that's probably second favorite to win the AFC can go out and put up three points in a division game. On the Brown side, uh, their offense looked okay. The run game looked good. Deshaun Watson went 16 for 29 for he only threw for 154 yards, had a touchdown, and then he had an interception that was one of the worst I've seen in a while. It was just straight to the defender, no one around. But um, he played well enough to win the game. Obviously, he made some good throws, made some bad throws. Uh, he already looked a little bit better than last year, which if I'm in the AFC North, that is worrisome because he's probably only going to get better. And if their defense is as good as they are, Miles Garrett looks like he could be Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, I again, it's week one. The weather was crap, so it's kind of tough to say exactly what would have happened if they were in perfect weather. But the Browns just dominated the Bengals from end to end of this game. So, yeah, I don't know how much to read into it. It's only week one. I don't know if you have anything to add on, on that, but you called it. Yeah, I called it. Do as I say, not as I do. I guess the it was just it was a it was a bad football game. I mean, it was Cleveland. The weather was terrible. It looked miserable, kind of, to be there. Not just because it's Cleveland, but I, the Bengals looked bad. But they looked bad last week. I mean, last year, week one. I wouldn't read into it too much as Bengals fans. I still would. They're going to be in the playoffs. I think like. I mean, it's not like they're the only team who is supposed to be good who played bad, so I wouldn't be too worried if I was the Bengals. I think you should read more into 
the Browns being better than people might have thought than the Bengals yeah. being worse than people might totally. have thought. Yeah, definitely. Also, I need to report that Aaron Rodgers was taken to the locker room already. No way. After one play. Or one pass oh, attempt. My. I'm sure everyone listening will have already known. Yeah, but what, uh, what, it's what live for... Yeah. No way. Yeah, that's crazy. Zach Wilson's in. All right, we will... Uh, you guys will all know what happened, but this is wild. Yeah. Okay. Um, you want to go on to your next game? Yeah, probably the game of the day. Uh, 425 window, the uh, Raiders versus Broncos. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the uh, Dolphins versus Chargers. I mean, that game was very fun. Uh, even if you if you didn't get to watch it, just go back and watch the highlights of it. Um, the game was exciting from what seemed like start to finish. It ended electrically. Tyreek Hill went for over 200 yards. He's on pace, I think, for 3,000 yards this season. <laughs> so I'm feeling pretty good about my take about him going for 2,000. Um, Tua looked great. Mm-hmm. And everything I've heard today is like, man, Justin Herbert got paid. And, like, they're comparing Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and Jalen Hurts all playing bad. Like, I got they got paid, and now they're going to play bad. But, like, Justin Herbert played pretty well. Like, yeah. I don't know his exact stat line. I know he had at least 20 fantasy points, which feels like a pretty good outing regardless of um, if they yeah, yeah. win or not. He had threw for 228 yards, a touchdown, um, no picks. Yeah, so. and it he had no time. Like, at the end of the game, like, the reason they got sacked twice, I think, and he threw an intentional yeah. grounding because he was under pressure. Like, he had very little time, but I think the bigger story is just how good the Dolphins were. I don't want to read too much into it, but Tua looked really good, which – shouldn't be that surprising because he looked really good at the beginning of last year too. Mm-hmm. And then he got hurt and he, they kind of fell off. Like the Dolphins, I think were undefeated until he got hurt. Like everybody on their team is super fast and super good. Raheem Moster got on the score sheet, which was exciting for some fantasy investors like yourself. Yeah. I, I wouldn't read too much into the Chargers losing. I know we're kind of an anti-Chargers podcast. I forget. Not One me. of us has them. Yeah, you had them in your playoffs. I think they could still be. They played better than the Chiefs did this week, which doesn't mean they're going to like go. I'm not saying they're going to win the AFC West, but both the teams, they looked good. It was an exciting game. I think 70 points were scored, which is a lot for an NFL game. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, just anytime you can watch a player score 45 fantasy points it's got to be exciting or 40 however many he had Tyreek but yeah he won me a week single-handedly so yeah they just I was like going back and watching through a lot of his plays he literally just runs 10 yards I don't even know if he has routes he just runs 10 yards and then finds where the defense isn't covering him because they if he's one-on-one, he just runs past them, and then they throw it to him. And then if he's in zone, he just runs to where they're not, and no one can get there fast enough, and they just throw it to him. And then he can somehow either fall down or make a man miss and run for 20 more yards. And the thing is, is if you're going to just go guard him, 
Jalen Waddle can do almost the exact same thing. Yep. <laughs> Which Jaylen, is scary. Yeah, so I don't know if you had other thoughts on that game, but... Uh, not really. I, mainly what you were talking about is um, I read more into, similar to the Bengals game, where we, I read more into how good the Browns were versus what happened on the other side. Like, the the Dolphins, Mike McDaniels, you know, there's talk this offseason that he would, you know, people would catch up with his scheme and everything he's been doing, but he's just did more. And they looked so good. Tua looked good. Uh, their offense is just as explosive. A little concerning about the Chargers' defense. They basically couldn't get a stop. Um, J.C. Jackson got benched. There's a lot to it. So, um, But I'm not worried. Justin Herbert looked better. Um, I'm excited to see with Kellen Moore there as the season progresses. Uh, if this Aaron Rodgers injury is a thing, which I'm seeing. We have no idea, yeah. We have no clue. I'm seeing a tweet that said it could be an Achilles because his uh, – his calf trembled, but this could just all be nothing by tomorrow. So who knows? But um, if the if the Jets lost Aaron Rodgers, the Dolphins have a huge opportunity. So, um, anyways, yeah, I don't I'd love to change that. some picks if Aaron Rodgers actually oh. tore his Achilles. <laughs> yeah, which again we don't know. So yes, the Dolphins look good. They look like a contender, a legit contender if they can play that well and Tua can stay healthy. That's the question. I, I try not to bring it up, but that it really is the reality of it. So. Um, yeah, that, that was a fun game to watch. It was, oh, it was electric. So, um, yeah, next one we'll talk about Bucks vikings The Buccaneers beat the Vikings 20-17. to um, It looks like maybe regression's catching up with the Vikings. They lost a one-score game on, like, something they never did last year. Um, my biggest takeaway was that Baker, he's... Competent. I mean, I picked him as my Geno, potential Geno player of the year. Doesn't write back. I He looked good. He looked like he made all the throws he needed to. He didn't throw an interception, which usually a big thing for him is turnover. So I he threw a big touchdown to Mike Evans. At the end of the game, oh, it was so fun to watch. They were in a read option with him, and he ran over someone. Not, how many quarterbacks do you see doing that in the NFL? Not many. Uh, so that it was just fun to watch, see him play well. I'd love to see him succeed. Seeing a division rival lose is always great. Justin Jefferson, back as normal, 9 for 150. Didn't score, but um, yeah, that's, it was a fun game to watch. Baker's electric. Justin Jefferson's good. Jordan Addison scored. He looked good at big impact as a rookie. That I think that'll be big for them. I don't have much to say about the game. Um, I, not, I didn't pick either team to be in the playoffs. This game kind of affirmed that for me. Honestly, I don't really see either team making the playoffs still after this. But against Week One, anything could happen. But yeah, I don't know if you have anything to add. Yeah, do not read too much into it. I mean, I feel like after literally every game, we're gonna say to not read too much into Week One. Yeah. But I think the the Bucks are better than people thought, at least a little bit, if not. I mean, they were, what, six-point dogs, and they won outright. So I think they're at least better than people thought. The Vikings, I think, are what people thought a little bit because, I mean, their win total was only eight games, which is five less than last year. So (laughs) 
I predicted a one-score game, and we got a one-score game. Baker in his week in his first week with the team seems to somehow always do well. So I don't know. I think it was it was a, it wasn't like a game that I'm gonna be remember from this year, but no, no. Maybe I'm a little more bullish that if the Bucks can string it together a little bit, they could sneak into the playoffs as the NFC South winner. But I mean, it's. True. They beat the Vikings. It's not really like we can take too much from what they did. Totally. Yep. What do you got next? Yeah, this one was the biggest surprise for me. Rams, Seahawks. Mm. The Seahawks were winning at halftime and then got two first downs in the second half. They, they, They were... The Rams just... Sean McVay, I think, is probably just worked up a master class because I have no idea how that Rams team unless Puka Nueku however you say his last name Puka Nakua is the best player yeah if he's the next Cooper Cup then maybe they're actually good but I mean him and Tutu Atwell had 120 yards receiving I mean they both had 119 so I mean Matthew Stafford looked more than competent still they don't have their best offensive player and then they just beat a team that some people have predicted to go pretty far by 17 points. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't look into this game and say, okay, the Rams are going to the playoffs, but I would be a little more concerned of the Seahawks than I would have at the beginning. Geno did not look good. That does not mean he won't be good. Um, Tyler Lockett, I think, is in concussion protocol right now, which... Yeah. Could just be a week or two, if even he misses a game. Jackson Smith and Jigba I didn't really do much, but he did just have hand surgery. DK had a touchdown in the first half. There wasn't too much to say. The only concerning real part for the Seahawks is their defense did not really look good. Their defensive line, their defense line was terrible. They didn't really get any pressure. And if they can't get pressure on Matt Stafford, I don't know who they're going to get pressure on. So... I think the Seahawks will probably still turn it around, but it is not a promising start. And you're you're a Seahawks no. faithful, so let's hear let's hear your thoughts. Yeah, no, it's it's not looking good uh, for two reasons. Uh, we'll talk about the 49ers game next, but um, you know when you come out with the bold take of that the Seahawks are going to finish ahead of the 49ers, and the 49ers do what they did, and the Seahawks do what they did, it's it's tough to feel optimistic about your take. Um, <laughs> I think uh, it's Gino. Yeah, it's just there wasn't a lot to take away in a positive way, and yeah, I don't really have much to add other than I think Sean McVay is just that good of a coach where he that he can take a very uh, their roster is completely different from last year. Oh mostly young players, if not all, other than a few. Matthew Stafford did look really good. And they were able to scheme up an offense that used Tutu Atwell and Puka Nakua to uh, combine for, like, over 200 yards receiving. So, good for you, Sean McVay. Maybe the Rams will make some noise. I still don't see them making the playoffs, but I also didn't see them uh, doing what they did to the Seahawks. So, Yeah, this could okay. be one of those games where we look back and think either, wow, the Rams are, like, duh, the Rams are really good, or... Okay, the Seahawks really weren't that good. We just thought they were. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, or it's just week one and uh, it's the, completely flipped the rest of the season, which is probably the most likely thing, to be honest. So Yeah, I think next week we're going to have to actually start standing by takes instead of yes. just, oh, it's just week two, you know. <laughs> totally, yeah. I mean, Bears won week one last year. They beat the 49ers, so anything can happen. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, next game we'll talk about is 49ers-Steelers. Like I said, the 49ers won 37 uh, I don't know. There's not much to say. They went into uh, what? Is, what's their stadium called? It's not Heinz Field anymore. It's like the stadium formerly known as Heinz yeah, Field. as Heinz Field, and just destroyed the Steelers from the start. They got up a couple touchdowns early, and the Steelers just could not get a single thing going. They scored a touchdown late in the first half, and uh, that was about all they could do. Um, Purdy. Looked real good. He looked exactly like he did last year, which I wasn't sure if he could. I'm willing to admit I was probably wrong. We still got a lot of season left, but he looks the exact same as last year, which is a really good thing. He just distributed the ball to the playmakers. CMC had a 150 on the ground. Ayuk had two touchdowns and looked like he's going to break out this year. Um, and their defense was elite. So. Nothing is that surprising. It's as expected with how good their roster is. Um, yeah, we'll see if they can stay healthy and keep it going. But I think the bigger takeaway is just how bad the Steelers were. It's kind of tough to, you know, you, you've mentioned many times we've talked about not to read into the preseason. And I think this is a perfect example of, like, yeah, the Steelers played the Stars the most in the preseason and they looked great. But once you get into a real game, that means nothing. Um, Matt Canada is probably a liability as offensive coordinator. They couldn't get anything going. Their pass game is so boring, and they just didn't. Yeah, I don't know. There's not a lot to be excited about. Deontay Johnson was hurt. I, I think he'll be out for a little bit with the hamstring. He went down, and it looked bad. So, not a lot to be excited about for the Steelers. A preseason darling and someone who gained probably more hype than anyone leading into the year so yeah I'd, 49ers are really good Steelers might not be all that they're lived up to be especially with seeing how good the Browns played there it's going to be tough to come back from that so yeah I feel like I read more into the 49ers are exactly what we thought they were and <laughs> I think I think the Steelers it was bad but maybe the 49ers are just that good which is very likely. And in 10 games, we might be like, yep, the 49ers are just that good, and the Steelers are still somewhat relevant. But they looked they looked real bad. Yep. So, again, it's week one. You don't know. But I'm going to rescind Kenny Pickett will not get an MVP vote. Um, <laughs> there's no chance. They looked not with the plays that they're running. It's either a, a post route to Pat Fryermuth or a three-yard out route to <laughs> Najee. <laughs> Maybe George Pickens makes a one-handed catch every once in a while. He did have a sick catch, but it was out of bounds. So, like, yeah, it's it's tough for the Steelers. So, TJ Watt had three sacks. So, yeah, he's back. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you, what, what game you got next? Uh, the next we got the Eagles and the Patriots. Uh, maybe another surprising game. I feel like there's a lot of these storylines that. Yeah. There's just good teams not playing super well. And and then it's good teams in air quotes because at the end of the year we're going to look back. It's like last year when the Bills smoked the Rams 
And then at the end of the year, we're like, oh, duh, because the Rams suck. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at what point are maybe some of these teams are like the Steelers might just actually be bad, and that's why they got blown out. But the Eagles, I think the Eagles are lucky to win that game yesterday. Yes, they they were up fifteen to zero because um, Mac Jones threw an interception, which it hit the receiver in the hands. It was a little overthrown, but it still hit the receiver in the hands. Tip drill, Darius Slay got it. Touchdown. Next play, Ezekiel Elliott fumbles, and then the Eagles go score a touchdown. So it's 15-0 to zero already because there was like a missed extra point or something. Something weird happened in there that threw off the – it was a weird score, 25-20. to 20. It's like, how did that happen? But Mac Jones looked real good. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't say that lightly, and that definitely feels like something that might just be a week one thing. But Mac Jones <laughs> looked like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL yesterday. Besides that interception, which might not have really been his fault, he kind of balled out. He had three touchdowns, I think. He played better than Jalen Hurts. Maybe it's just because Tom Brady was there, but he they looked the Patriots looked like they could be a problem. The NFC East is going to be really interesting, I think. I think Maybe with Rodgers. I mean, it's hard to know. It looks like he's definitely not coming back in this game. Yeah. But I don't know. It, the Dolphins looked good. The Bills are probably going to be good. And I still don't think the Patriots will make the playoffs. I mean, they still lost. I'm singing praises for a team that lost. But <laughs> they looked a lot better than I think people thought they would. Yes. Yes, they did. Yeah. And, I mean, hey. Yeah, I'm not going to write off. A team with such a good defense. Uh, they're probably going to be in more games than we expected this year because of how good the Patriots defense will be. And yeah, I'm not worried about the Eagles. My super yeah. pick. Uh, Jalen Hurts was a letdown in fantasy, but Dallas Goddard, zero fantasy points. That was tough. I don't think you sell Eagles players, though. No. no, no I no. think... I, I, Dallas Goddard, I think, will be fine. Jalen Hurts, I think, will be fine. I mean, he didn't have any rushing touchdowns yeah. and usually he's good for like at least one and then and the weather was bad so yeah and AJ Brown was Devonta Smith they were both they both ended up fine on the day not great but and then Eagles running backs we were already avoiding yes and, Kenny Gainwell was the lead runner he got the majority of the snaps that was surprising uh but yeah I didn't, the biggest, I didn't want any of them anyways the biggest fantasy question for me, is that I had to think through after this game was Ramondre. Mm. I would, I still think he's going to be fine. I think the Eagles front, like their front four, are so good that there's just you can't read too much into him not having a super productive game because like the yeah. their defense is just so good. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. And he was he was fine. It, it felt like just a kind of a low scoring day for fantasy in general. Ramondre still had 15 points, so. Yeah, that could be RB twelve, top twelve. Yeah. He only it is number twelve. Nice. He only okay, ran let's go twenty five yards, but he had six catches for sixty four yards. So that's that'll do for fans. Yeah. So and theoretically, they're going to play easier teams than that at some point this year. For sure, they yeah. So yeah, uh, a good game. Uh, yeah, I think. Good for the Patriots. They they looked good. Still wish they could have won that game, but I think it's encouraging knowing they can stick with the Eagles and encouraging for the Eagles because they pulled out a win that they might 
maybe not necessarily should have had. So, um, yeah, and we'll go uh, into the next game. Titans at Saints. The Saints ended up winning 16-15. to It was a really weird game. Um, the Titans had... The they had a fourth down, fourth and short on the I want to believe I want to say the Saints eleven with a few minutes left, and they elected to kick a field goal down four, and Mike Vrabel generally seems like the type of coach that would go for that, especially with how bad their offense was. Tannehill looked terrible, um, about as bad as I've seen him play. Sam was texting us how he is. Very excited to double down on his take that Tannehill is bad. So uh, it's not really a take. <laughs> no, it's more of a statement that he has. It's only a take because uh, I disagreed with him on the. I think it was our first ever episode. I it could have been argued argued that Tannehill was actually a good quarterback. So yeah, Tannehill looked bad. Uh, Derek Henry is involved both on the ground and in the pass game. Uh, Ty J Spears played almost every third down, if not all the third downs. So that was interesting from the jump to see the rookie involved that much. Um, and on the Saints side, Derek Carr looked pretty good. He took he took a lot of deep shots. Had that had a huge play at the end of the game that basically won it for him. Um, to Rashid Shahid, Olave, my boy, went eight for one twelve. So really happy to see that. Yeah, it was a good day for him. It wasn't yeah. like, phenomenal, but it was a good day. He didn't have a touchdown, but. 8 for 112, I'll take that every single week. Michael Thomas looked good. So, he, just like last year, when he was healthy for those, like, two or three games, he looked good. Probably not the elite receiver he was, but overall, um, yeah, it's, I think it's one that the Titans think they should have had and wish they could have had, and it's one the Saints also probably think they should have had and did have, obviously. So, yeah, it was a weird game. Not there was a decent amount of offense from the Saints side, but the only at 16 points. It's a weird scoring game. So, yeah, I, I don't know if you have much to add at all. It wasn't that exciting. Yeah, I mean, when there's, I think, one touchdown scored, it can only be so exciting. Exactly. Yeah, we can just go to the next one. Yeah, I, I mean, I think neither team will be that relevant at in January. So, I, yeah, at least I after mean, week just, one, that's how it feels. Saints, they could win the division. Yeah. It's not great, so you never know. But Yeah, yeah and I already there. said that Jags look like they're going to smoke the AFC South. So. Yeah. Yep. All right, next game, which also seems to have very little relevance for January football, is the Raiders versus the Broncos. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, that game, the Broncos looked like they – Wrapped up the season last year and then suited the just up this week for week 18 of last season. They looked the exact same. I think they scored 17, 16 points, same as they did pretty much their average last year. The beginning of the game, Russ looked like a new man a little bit. Had a touchdown to Cortland Sutton. They still just have nobody to throw to. I mean, I mean, with... It was Sutton and Marvin Mims and uh, Dulcich I mean, got hurt. Dulcich got hurt. It was just it was tough to watch. And then I think the Raiders. I think the Raiders after Week One, this could be like a Week One take. I don't think the Raiders will be as bad as we maybe were thinking. Like I think everyone forgets that 
Devontae Adams is really good, and Jimmy Garoppolo is competent. And, I mean, Josh Jacobs is really good. So maybe they'll be okay. Their defense looked pretty good, albeit they were playing the uh, Broncos. But the Broncos' defense looked really good. I think the Broncos could maybe mess around, and they'll be better than last year. I don't see how they're worse than last year. Uh, J- Jacoby Myers, I think, had two touchdowns, but then yeah, got absolutely murdered at the end of the game. So maybe pick him up in fantasy leagues because he's probably on the waivers. But it, Jimmy G was looking Jacoby Myers' way a lot prior to – like I was kind of watching the the highlights and tape, like not super in-depthly, but like he, the first read was not always Devontae Adams, which last year is what it felt like. So right. – Maybe Devontae Adams is... Hunter Renfro seemed to be absolutely irrelevant. Uh, but for the... I, I don't know. Javante played. He was fine. Yeah. Samaje was good. I don't know if they'll ever be a number one running back there. I think they literally might play 50% of snaps each. So, I don't know. That's That game, it's kind of like the last one. It's like... It was like down to the wire, exciting NFL game, good defense, but like... It's kind of boring, and if you don't have really any fan allegiance to it, it, like, I was watching it for fantasy's sake. Like, that's why I cared about it. Yep. The only fun part, really, was when they they had the onside kick on the first. Yeah. The opening kickoff. Which I felt insulted by, because (laughs) last time Sean Payton tried to pull an onside kick, and it worked. The Colts lost the Super Bowl, so. (laughs) Yeah, that's tough. So, uh. Curse you, yeah. Hank Basket, for dropping that. <laughs> I have nothing to add, so uh, we can just... Perfect. <laughs> um, next, next one, the uh, Panthers-Falcons. Falcons at home, they won 24-10. Um, yeah, it was exactly as the scoreline would say. The Panthers weren't really in it. Bryce Young's passer rating was uh, 48. Not great. He... He made a few throws that impressed me, but overall just did not look very good. Um, it was kind of weird watching the game because I had never seen a quarterback that seemed to like care less about what was going on. He didn't seem stressed or worried, but like even when he threw the touchdown, he didn't really celebrate. He just like clapped and then just high-fived everyone, and Hayden Hurst was going nuts and threw the football into the stands, and... It was just kind of weird, like, dude, you just threw your first NFL touchdown and you're in this game, and you, he didn't celebrate. So, I'm not one to judge. He's the number one overall pick, so uh, to each their own. But it was just kind of weird, and it didn't inspire a lot of confidence in me. Um, and going to the Falcons side, I mean, Desmond Ritter only threw the ball 18 times. His first pass was uh, completed to himself. Um <laughs> He went 15 for 18 for 115 yards, one touchdown. Um, Drake London had one target, zero receptions. Kyle Pitts was their leading receiver with two catches for 44 yards. Bijan was involved. Uh, But the storyline of the game was their run game and how good it was, just like last year. Algier went for 75 yards. Bijan had 56. It was a pretty split carry. So, I mean... It's kind of exactly what it was last year in terms of what type of offense they're looking to run. And 
Bijan is legit. I think that's one of my biggest takeaways. His touchdown was so sick. Um, yeah, it was 24-10. to 10. It was a pretty boring game overall. Uh, if the Falcons win the division, and they're one of my favorite teams this year. So, yeah, I was happy with it. Not a ton to add. Um, yeah, NFC South is 3-1. and one, So, they... The Bucks, Saints, and uh, Falcons all won. Wow. The Panthers only lost because they had to play another NFC South team. Yeah, hey, maybe the NFC South is back. Yeah, the <laughs> I think the Panthers got Frank Reich a little bit. He uh, just another masterclass of not preparing the team well for the week one. I said that last week, so I wouldn't be super surprised if that was a factor. I heard the play calling was a little sus for Bryce Young. Like he, they didn't really yeah. let him try to air it out. Yeah. Which the Colts did that too with Anthony Richardson, so it makes sense. You don't want to destroy. It's not like you don't want to Nathan Peterman your quarterback and have him throw four interceptions in his first start. But no. interesting fact about um, Desmond Render at winning the game is the three lowest paid quarterbacks won yesterday, and the three highest paid quarterbacks lost. No way. Yeah, because Burrow, Herbert, and Hertz all lost, and then Sam Howell, Brock Purdy, and Desmond Ritter all won. No way. Yeah. That's a sick stat. Yeah. I mean, someone could fact-check that more, but I think that's true because they're all still on their rookie contracts, and they're not first-round contracts. So Richardson, Young, and Stroud are all making more than them. Weird. Yeah, because Purdy's making, like, nothing because he's – you know, he's Mr. Relevant. the least you can make as a draft pick. So. Right. And then Howe was like fourth or fifth round, so he's not making yep. that much. And then mm-hmm. Ritter was second or third, so. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it means absolutely nothing. I mean, it's because Howe played the Cardinals and uh, Ritter played the Panthers, but it's just a fun stat. Yeah, great stat. What do you got next? All right, I think... I think I've got all of the four o'clock games. Yes, and I think I'm going to make sure. I don't want to miss anything. Yeah, I think you do. Yeah, I think you have two two left. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll I'll go Thursday night and then Sunday night. I was gonna. Right. I was trying to knock out all the four o'clock games so I didn't forget any of them. But so Thursday night football is back. I mean, it's just fun to watch. It's like fun to watch football. It didn't matter who was playing. The fact that it was NFL football that mattered. It the first game is always it's like it should be a national it is a national holiday for myself. The nation Absolutely. of Jack, it is a national holiday. <laughs> and it was I think it lived up to the hype. I mean, anything would have lived up to the hype, but Yeah. This, I mean, Kelsey not playing was sad a little bit, but as someone who was definitely rooting for the Lions, um, I was not that upset that that happened. Game was exciting. Mahomes is fun to watch. The Chiefs are always fun to watch. That's why they're always in prime time. But yep. so it makes sense. The Lions were super fun to watch. I'll die on the hill of Jared Goff is a good quarterback. He wasn't super phenomenal. He's not. It's not like he played like he's the best quarterback in the league, but he's very competent and can lead the Lions to the playoffs. Uh, Jameer Gibbs looked super fun. They mm-hmm. just he just didn't play at all. Right. Um, Amon Ra is awesome. Yep. Um, 
and Kadarius Tony is terrible. Is <laughs> is pretty much my takeaways from Thursday night. I mean the. Three crucial drops, one leading to a pick six. Mahomes is so washed, throwing an interception. Um, but, I don't know, it was just a fun game. It was good. It was fun to see the Lions win. I feel like the Lions could have easily gotten blown out. As, like, so many times you feel like the team that the media hypes up and everybody wants to be good goes in and plays the Chiefs. If you're a Lions fan, you don't care that Kelsey didn't play. You don't care that Chris Jones didn't play. You went to Arrowhead. You beat the Chiefs on opening night in prime time. Like, the Lions look like they could be a problem in the NFC North. Uh, oh, yeah. So, I I don't know what you thought. Yeah, opening no. weekend is always exciting. So, I, or yeah, opening game. I've asked for a much better game to start the season. Um, I mean, I can't really think of maybe one or two on Sunday were equally as good, but... Yeah, it was pretty much a, a ideal game to start the year. Um, yeah, the Lions look legit. I would be surprised if they lost the NFC North, to be honest. Uh, we all picked them to win, and I, they left off, or they started right back up from where they left off last season. So, yeah, they look good, and I'm excited to see uh, the Jameer Gibbs-David Montgomery combo going forward because they both looked good. And yeah, they look legit. I'm not worried about the Chiefs at all. Yeah, no, nope. not not in the slightest. They didn't have their best defender, and they didn't have their best offensive player outside of Mahomes. So yeah, they have the best player in the worried. NFL. So yes, I'm not worried about them at all. Uh, but yeah, super fun game to start the year. Yeah, and now to an equally as fun game: the Texans and the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> the Ravens. We're gonna. I'm gonna knock out my. Uh, I got two left, and you got one more. So the Texans lost 25-9. to um, It was actually a close game for most of the first half, and the Texans looked like they had a little sum to them. They ended up only scoring nine points. Um, Lamar was underwhelming. The Dobbin, J.K. Dobbins was looking good. He got almost every single carry to start the game, and then he tore his Achilles. The guy can't catch a break. Makes me really sad. Um, I really thought that he could have had a big year, and that so that 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 was sad. Uh, Zay Flowers looked good. OBJ looked healthy. Yeah, I, overall, I think it was it was big. Um, just got a notification that Aaron Jones was or Aaron Rodgers was ruled out, but uh, X Ray came back negative with an ankle injury. Okay. 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 So he's not. He's not uh, dead. He's probably he will return this season. I would assume, barring something else coming up. So okay, good to know. And Josh Allen's through touchdown. All right, sick. So, anyways, um, yeah, the the weapons around look good. Mark Andrews didn't even play, but I assume part of their caution was uh, they didn't really want him to yeah. play against the Texans. They didn't need him. So the pass rush, the Ravens' pass rush did look improved. And Stroud honestly looks pretty good. Uh, Nico Collins and Robert Woods both got a decent amount of targets and looked good. So if I'm the Texans, you know, it stinks he only put up nine points, but stuck with him for a while, and I think Stroud looked like he's definitely a quarterback. So, yeah, pretty boring game. Yeah, the overreaction is I feel like the Cardinals might get the two top five picks, but 
I I don't know if we were, we were supposed to assume the Texans were going to be that good anyway. Yeah. But Lamar only having eight fantasy points is kind of shocking in that game. Even for them, they put up 25 points and he only had like eight fantasy points. It's kind of yeah. crazy, but also his best target didn't play in Mark Andrews. So there's really nothing to say about that game yeah. beyond what you've already said. So Yeah, he didn't, he didn't need to do much. To be honest, so yeah, yeah, and uh, one more thing regarding what you said about the first pick. So it, it legit this twenty twenty four draft could go Cardinals Bears Cardinals Bears like that is absolutely <laughs> a possibility. Like the Bears Panthers, they have those two picks. Those could be two bottom five teams, and the Cardinals and Texans could absolutely be the two worst teams in the league. So I know you're being wild. Yeah, I know you you have to be really pessimistic because of everything that happened yesterday. I don't think the Bears will finish as the fourth worst team in the NFL, but the that possibility is crazy considering how many good quarterbacks there's going to be. Like Caleb Williams, Drake May, Shadur Sanders could be the one, two, three, and then maybe another quarterback balls out. Like, the top four or five picks, three of them could be quarterbacks. And if two teams and that already have quarterbacks have those picks, it'd be crazy. It's going to be wild. Uh, yeah. If, yeah. If the Bears are going to be bad, I want them to be so bad, and I want them to know Justin Fields is not their quarterback. Yeah, because yeah, that's... The, six games and Fields is maybe good... That's the worst case scenario in my opinion. If the Bears are picking in the top two or three with their own pick, I think Fields is gone. But if it's with the Panthers pick, then I think there's some room to maybe trade that again for another haul of some sort. So there's Marvin, some Marvin Harrison, please. Or just go for Marvin Harrison Jr. to waste yep. another wide receiver talent and yep. not let him run right. down the field. And get two targets. Anyways, uh, what do you got for Sunday Night Football? <laughs> Sunday Night Football, man, I wish Keegan was here. Uh, the <laughs> Giants, as Yuzak have said, definitely took a regression, it seemed. Daniel Jones looked terrible. It was yeah. bad weather, um, but the, the Cowboys just were ready to play and the Giants were not. Which is interesting because I feel like Brian Dable is such a good coach, but... And Mike McCarthy doesn't really feel like that great of a coach. But they scored a touchdown on all three sides of the ball. Special teams blocked a field goal, returned for a touchdown. Obviously, the offense scored. And then there was a pick six. That was Saquon kind of got blown up and then tip drill. But Daniel Jones was just – he looked terrible. And then, like, Graham Gano was missing kicks. Everything that could go wrong for the Giants went wrong. So, I guess – if you're a Giants fan, you can at least take that away from the game of it can't be worse. You cannot play a game worse than they played yesterday. So there's that. The one thing is the Cowboys' offense didn't look great, but they really didn't have to be. They didn't really need to try that hard. They won 40-0. to zero. Winning 40-0 to zero in the NFL does not happen. Like, that's crazy. Like, so maybe Dak didn't play super well. The Cowboys' defense looks insane. Zach Wilson just threw an interception. And that, I don't know, I think that's just, it was a crazy game in the sense that the Cowboys look legit. But I got a text last night from, 
I th- Ethan texted me and he said he doesn't. I mean, he's a part of the general population that doesn't like the Cowboys or doesn't want them to win, which is yeah. most people, I think. He I said, yeah. "I just have to remind myself that." Dak Prescott is their quarterback, and he'll do something stupid in the playoffs. <laughs> so I'm not saying the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. That's why we need Keegan here. But they looked real good. Their defense looked real good. Yeah, they, their defense looked good enough to bring them to a Super Bowl. Um, they if they don't have yeah, like, Zeke like play said, center. <laughs> they won 40-0, to zero with, uh, they, and their offense didn't have to do much. So... And their offense is capable of playing well, so that's kind of scary to be honest. If you're, especially if you're the Eagles, where you underwhelmed and almost got beat by a Patriots team, and then you go see what the Cowboys did on in prime time at the Giants Stadium. So I don't know. It's it's scary. So, they, and they look real good. They absolutely look like a Super Bowl contender. Again, that's not an overreaction. They were last year and. Their defense is just as good, so it's scary. I'll be honest, because I don't. I'm similar to Ethan. I don't like. I don't like the Cowboys, and I never. Have. Yeah, I don't want them to win a Super Bowl. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I don't think Keegan does either, but I think he believes they can. I don't want to speak for him. I don't. Think I don't he think likes they the Cowboys either. <laughs> well, the thing is, if a team can make the playoffs, they can probably win a Super Bowl. So maybe they can, but I. That's. Fair. I would. I would hate for an NFL season to go by and the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. Fair. Yep. It'd be so sad. Me too. Yeah. Um, All right. Final game. Uh, Pretty underwhelming way to end. The Cardinals and the Commanders. My boys in Burgundy and Gold pulled out the win 20-16. I say my boys because, you know, they're going to the playoffs. Yes, sir. Uh. Tied for first in the division, so in the NFC, in the NFC, like come on now, um, Howell, he threw for two hundred two yards, one touchdown, one interception. He did enough to win. He aired it out. It was he was fun to watch. Um, you know the Cardinals had Joshua Dobbs starting. He's been with them for what two weeks. Yeah, he was fine. He only threw for one hundred thirty two yards. It's kind of tough. Their team's just not good. So. Not a ton he could have done anyways, but yeah, the big takeaway to me is Howell did enough to win. He kind of gave me like Baker vibes, where they kind of have similar body types. He run, he actually runs kind of similar to Baker in terms yeah. of he's kind of got that dog. The time-lapse time of them turning the Giants stadium into the Jets stadium is on the game right now. So it is. Sorry, sorry for interrupting. Yeah, no, it was no, sick. You, I mean, you've been talking about how sick that was going to be, so <laughs> I, that is very worthy of cutting me off. <laughs> um, so uh, Dotson, Curtis Samuel, and Terry were all involved. Uh, Brian Robinson, I think a big takeaway was – he was by far their leading rusher. He had 19 carries. Antonio Gibson only had a couple, and he fumbled. So I think that Ron Rivera is just going to keep giving him the ball. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's just really not a lot to say. It was too, a, a really bad team playing a team that's probably not that great, but I believe it's great. Um, both defenses looked fine. Like That's what I was going to say. They Both their defense looked good, which is speaks more to the score than I think. Yeah. Yeah. So the Cardinals were better than I thought they would be. 100%. They looked like a competent NFL team when I 
you know, honestly didn't think they would even look like that coming into the year. So, yeah, yeah, I think the bigger takeaway is that both defenses looked good, and um, I'm hoping Sam Howell can continue to grow. It's only a second start of his career, so yeah, uh, there's there's he's basically there. a rookie. Yeah, I mean, he's about as yeah. He played one. He's he started the same amount as him and Jordan Love. Both have only started a game right before this year. Uh, yeah, but Jordan Love played in more games. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Howell's basically a rookie. So yeah, pretty uh pretty boring game to end this pod with. But we want to we stand with the quality. We want to talk about everyone. Every game's important. Every fan base matters. Yes. Um, it was and, great, but I will say one thing about the Commanders: a big start for their new ownership. I think yep. you know, the tides are turning. Half price hot dogs. You love to see it. Yeah, baby. And then so, our, the the two minute college football recap is Texas is back. Alabama yeah. is done. Maybe question mark. Probably not. Probably, um, probably out of the playoff. Probably out of the playoff, probably. but probably not done as a franchise. And Colorado is good. Yes. Everybody else didn't play anybody good. Yeah. They they to beat another Power 5 conference team after what the expectations for They've already won more games than they did last year and they've played two games. Yep. So, so that's Let's go. No Today. other team played anybody who's worth talking about, I think. So, oh, the only other mention, sorry Keegan, you had the Packers win, but Wisconsin is terrible. So, <laughs> uh, they looked bad week one, and then they lost week two to an unranked team. So, at least you have the Packers. And Mel Tucker got fired. That's that's big. Officially fired. Yeah, I thought he was uh, just really like on suspended. I thought he. I saw he was fired. Okay, I, I disavow his that. actions anyway. So, of course, I didn't want him as my team's coach anyways. Uh, well, now it's saying he, I'm reading he's suspended. Without pay. I thought that he was fired. I got a notification he was fired. Okay. But, yeah, regardless, he's probably gone. Yep. Uh, You know, you never... Yeah. Not much to say, but... College football will be more interesting to talk about maybe in three or four weeks than it is right now. Yes. Yes. So, I want to finish the episode with one question. Um... Are you going to try and pick up Puka Nakua in, you know, on the waiver wire? I can't. Yeah. I can't decide if I'm like in or not. If I think it's just a one-time thing, or uh, yeah, I don't know. I I was thinking about that today. I think I'm going to put in a claim if for like waiver, just standard waiver claims. But if it's mm. fab. That's where I'm like, yeah. I don't think I'm going to drop, you know, 50 fab on him. I don't think right. I'm going to, like, that's the number I was trying to figure out today. Um, I think it depends who you have in your roster. Like, I was a little interested in it because I have Deontay Johnson and Tyler Lockett. So I mm-hmm. might need a wide receiver. Um, we're in leagues together, but it's fine. Uh, I'm more interested, I think, in picking up Jacoby Myers, to be honest, yeah. than Puka yeah. Nakua. Same. Because... Jacoby Myers feels more sustainable because he's not having a, the top wide receiver on his team come back at any point. Whereas, exactly, once Cooper Cup comes back, you never know what's going to happen. And 
the Rams might actually not really be that good, and that was a one-time thing. Yeah, 100%. And I he's agree. a rookie. Like, yep. yeah, so. If I needed immediate help, I would probably be putting in a decent claim for Puganakua yep. on waivers. If I Are you? I'm probably not going to throw the bag at him. Are you panicking if you have Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, or Jalen Hurts? Not a, not a, an ounce of panic. I mean... Daniel Jones. Yes. Yeah. I have him on my bench in one league, and I am going to release him. I Again, they played the Cowboys. He'll probably be a good streamer this year at some point, have some good matchups, but I don't trust him as a week-to-week option. And... It's tough to gauge because they're playing. They played arguably the best defense in the league, yeah. and everything went that could have gone wrong did go wrong. So it's, it is tough to gauge, right? But I'm not comfortable starting him until we see him perform and have a good game. If that makes sense. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't think there's really too many other big fantasy like you should fade this player already maybe like deandre swift or something but we were already doing that we were already out on them yeah um i was kind of sad that harrison bryant the browns backup tight end scored and david and joe oh yeah uh that was tough it was a weird game because they were up the whole time so it's not like they really need to pass that much but um yeah they had a designed like uh, play action throw to Harrison Bryant in the red zone and I was pretty bummed because yeah, it would have been take. perfect for David and Joku to score and but one of my two guys played well. I'll take Olave to the moon. And yeah, I was trying to think of my takes and how they've how they're doing. I I think one take of the Bucks being better than they th- are projected is off to a good start. Yeah. And Tyree killed two thousand yards those are those two things feel good right now. And then everything I said about the Browns beating the Bengals, but then picking the Bengals to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't. You know, I, I'm not gonna lie. A few of my takes are just feeling already dead. The Seahawks over the Niners is feeling nearly dead. The Bears being a competent team is nearly dead in my mind. Falcons won, Commanders won. So those are my two other big. Yeah, flags, just my if you Justin Fields. I feel sad about. But I, again, I, I'm not too worried about that one. To be honest, I think they yeah. still produce for fantasy. Whether the Bears suck or not, I think. Yeah, I agree. For I mean, he did it last so. year. Exactly. I, updates on our picks for just picking the games. Keegan is in the lead at nine and five. Zach. Oh no, sorry. Sam is in second at eight and six, and then Zach, you're in third at six and eight, and then I'm in last at five and nine. Seven and seven. If I pick the teams, I actually talk about winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I got too cute. Um, it's fine. I'm not. I'm not worried. It's one week. How so? If, if we have like an average of probably fourteen ish games a week that we're picking times 18 weeks we're gonna be making 250 picks yeah i'm not worried yeah we can start slow i mean yeah. week one is probably the hardest because you don't know anything yeah it, i yeah, mean it definitely is 
You got the Broncos versus Raiders wrong, Seahawks versus Rams, Vikings versus Bucks. Like those three games already are like you wouldn't change that pick. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change that pick. Bengals, change Chargers, Bears, Giants, Giants. You maybe would want to change. That, that was honestly that was the only really cheeky one that I had. To, yeah, Steelers, Forty Nine ers, maybe. Okay, yeah, that's what I meant yeah, when I got cute. I, I did those two things. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. It's fine. but you, but getting cute got some people like if if you would have gotten cute and picked the True. Bucks or got cute and picked the Rams, like I don't know. I got cute on the wrong ones. Yeah, we'll we'll improve next week. We'll come back we, hot. We got to hone in the cuteness. I'm going fourteen and zero next week. That's a lock. All right. So, I'm going. Yeah. Um, well, that's there's still a game. TBD. So we have 15 picks a week. Well, did but we the, make picks for Monday night? Yeah, you have Jets. You and Keegan oh, have Jets, and me and Sam have Bills. Mm. Aaron Rodgers. I don't feel good about that because yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is out. So that's unfortunate. Well, thank you all for listening. Football is so back. Week one uh, recap completed. We'll get back to you on Friday with the preview for week two let's go we're here we're in the swing of things it's so exciting hopefully next week we will have sam and keegan hoping you boys the best uh hope your dog is doing well keegan and sam i hope um you recover emotionally from the bears and cowboys so uh because that's why you're not here (laughs) yeah (laughs) no hope good your strep throat gets better sam We miss you, boys. And thank you all for listening. Jackie, have a good night. Everyone else, have a good one.